Who am I? And what is my true purpose? If you're hearing our voices, it means it's time for It's This Meets That, the podcast. Watch the worst movies from trailer and credits, scene by scene, so you don't have to, but maybe you should. I am Russ. I'm Jared. And we're back. That's right. Uh, so this is, we're doing a f- full breakdown of The Invitation 2022. Not to be confused right. with the 1973 Invitation, the 2015, yeah, 2016, 2003, 2003 Invitation. Uh, yeah. Another 1970s one, I thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A lot of uh, movies called The Invitation. Yeah, this is The Invitation from Time right. Yes. So do you want to give us a reminder? Yeah, let's just get right it. into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, uh, I'll tell uh, you the uh, blog line, <laughs> as is tradition. <laughs> how, how long will we be doing this? Uh, <laughs> a couple sometimes, years. Sometimes I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the premise here, a young woman is courted and swept off her feet only to realize a gothic conspiracy is afoot. Yeah. I I still don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like not really the, like I could write a way better sentence that describes this movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm still wondering on, so we pulled these from IMDb. Like, I wonder how, like who's actually entering those, those, those log lines. Yeah. Like, where is that coming from? I don't like, I don't it, like, I don't think that's the like official log line. Is it, is there an official log line? I mean, I'm sure there is, because that's just that's not really a good, good one. It's like not even, yeah. So I mean, like I don't know. I usually look at the uh, like the, the summary, like, the little paragraph on Google. Yeah, but like that's you know a few sentences usually. Yeah, and like this in this particular case, it's like way more descriptive of what happens, but like maybe too, too descriptive, too much. Yeah, I mean. So, yeah. I mean, we can we can compare and contrast. Get listener feedback, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, want, want me to read that quick? Yeah, sure. Go, go for it. So, after the death of her mother and having no other known relatives, Evie takes a DNA test and discovers a long-lost cousin she never knew she had. Invited by her newfound family to a lavish wedding in the English countryside, Evie's at first seduced by the sexy aristocratic host. However, she soon thrusts into a nightmare of survival as she uncovers twisted secrets about her family history and the unsettling intentions behind their sinful generosity. Okay, that's like, definitely much longer. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't call that a logline because usually you're supposed to be like a sentence or two at most. So, right. and that's like three full sentences. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. But but a much better description of what actually happens. Yeah, yeah. Only to realize a gothic conspiracy is a foot. I just love the fact that they use a foot. Like it's like a like a old timey detective, you know, like a Agatha oh. Christie. Oh, actually, here you go. Maybe I don't know, call this what you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Sony Pictures website, okay. Wh- what I just read is the is the description of the movie. Oh, okay. So. I don't know. Maybe that's the official log line. And this is the IMDb one. But. Yeah. I'm just curious. Like, who puts this in here? Who does this? Like, you know, when you watch, like, when you go, like, the guide sometimes, like, on, like, your TV or something, like, they yeah, input yeah. their own little description. Yep. So I could totally see that. But. Also, uh, there is an unrated edition of this movie. Don't get into that because it's uh, part of the Fast Facts, but yes. Oh, cool. I had no idea. I Just on Sony's Pictures website, I saw. Yes, there is an unra- there's an R-rated version. So, supposed to be. Not even R-rated unrated unrated <laughs> does he even get a rating no, no dude that's like those are like you know it's not, all the good... it's not officially seen by the mpa <laughs> right exactly yeah like the old school and unrated one way better than because the regular old school's rated r then they're like oh here's the not rated is the unrated yeah unrated yeah. version we're both doing air quotes by the way yeah <laughs> all right so how do we do our prognostications on this uh good i think mostly good well you nailed it with uh i mean spoilers here we're getting we do this right this is what we do yeah. so um yeah. you nailed it spoilers. with you nailed it with the action happening in the last 10 minutes of the movie five yep. minutes of the movie so yeah like doom <laughs> yep other than that not i don't the remember new doom. not other, netflix doom yeah no no the other, the other one the, the rock one right yep um other than that i don't i don't remember what else we said so same. So good job. I'm yeah. calling it a win. <laughs> <laughs> win for Team ITMT. That's right. All right. We'll do a uh, quick info here. Yeah. Quick info, me daddy. Super quick. Uh, this is directed by Jessica M. Thompson. She has like a handful of shorts and she's done a couple features, but that's okay. it. Sounds Nothing. like a famous name. Maybe soon to be. Like this wasn't <laughs> like, this wasn't like poorly directed. 
Um, no. Felt pretty slick. Um, just got a little jumped yeah. the sharkish towards the end and a little goofy, but yeah, I got more gripes with the writing than the directing, I guess. Yeah. And it's, there's like a, it's pretty, I mean, we'll get to them as we go through them, but it's, it's their jump scares are a little weak. There's a lot of jump scares. Oh, super weak. Yeah. So <laughs> I was not, yeah, I did not, uh, none of them caught me off guard this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so this was the screenwriter on this is uh, Blair Butler. So it looks like she she did a couple of horror Hellfest. I feel like I remember that movie Hellfest from twenty eighteen. Polaroid, don't remember that one. A couple horror things, a bunch of effects. Oh, looks I like she did like a lot of Halo championships. What are you writing? Oh, maybe she's writing script for the people who are hosting it. That's interesting. interesting. She was a writer on Attack of the Show. Yeah, that's interesting. A lot of three sixty, a lot of uh, Xbox stuff here. Yeah, kind of huh. random, and then right to did two feature like you know probably a low budget horror flicks which you know it's spot sure. to start, so okay good for her yeah um so who's in this hmm. i don't know <laughs> I'm gonna tell i you. only knew one person <laughs> so our main protagonist here natalie emmanuel who plays evie friend of the pod friend of the pod now she was in the titan yep and game of thrones which is obviously where everyone knows her from mm-hmm Thomas Doherty plays Walter Deville. Okay, never heard of him. Who Me is neither. He, is he well, in anything? I don't know. I'm sure he's been in stuff. He's got um. He's, he's got, got one of those faces. Yeah, he's got one of those very angular f- frog face kind of thing going on there. Scottish, huh? Yeah, Scottish lad. Um, Gossip Girl, eighteen episodes. Eighteen episodes. Oh, the yeah. new Gossip Girl. Interesting. Yeah. A lot of TV. Yeah, a lot of TV. Originally, uh, this role was supposed to be Garrett Headland. Oh, oh, yeah. What? That would have been a very different movie. Yeah, and then he, then Thomas Doherty replaced him. So, what Garrett? Why Garrett Headland? That seems like a really weird casting for this. Possibly. Don't you think? I think I don't know what he's. I, I know his name, but I don't know. I can't picture where he's from. Uh, he was like the one of the main guys in uh, Tron Legacy. He was like the the young, young oh, Tron. Young that's, Tron. That's <laughs> <laughs> a young Jeff Bridges' son. There. Oh, that's who that is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know like what else he's from, but <laughs> yeah, this I don't. That would not have been. That right? would have, Yeah, no, that would have been weird. Interesting. That yeah. Okay. So carrying on, uh, <laughs> we got Hugh Skinner plays Oliver. Okay. Sean, but oh, uh, never mind. Which character was Oliver? Oh, the uh, the, the cousin. Right, right. Yeah, the cousin that uh, yeah. that lures her over. Um, Sean Pertwee, who yeah. uh, he's listed as Renfield, but I thought they said Mister Field. But they maybe they did just say Mister Field. <laughs> okay, but he's listed as Renfield in the credits. So maybe his name is Renfield Field. That'd be, <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. That's how I'm writing it. <laughs> it's done. Uh, okay, moving on. Carol Ann Crawford plays Mrs. Swift. She's important. Alana Bowden plays Lucy. Stephanie Corneliuson plays Victoria. And Courtney she Taylor. Familiar. She did. I, I, I don't know what, uh, what what she's from. I think I'll look it up in a second. But then Courtney Taylor um, plays Grace, who is um, Evie's friend. Oh, nice. Uh, who does play an important part? She pops up throughout the movie and is important towards the end. Yeah, you didn't pick any non-important people like you usually do. I figured you were going to tell me the servant who gets her throat cut's name <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, that would have been, I think that would have been Lily Walters, made number two, I think. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. This movie, so this went to the theaters, right? Uh, you're right, right. Only in theaters. Only in theaters. <laughs> Back in August, I think, right? I think it was, what was uh, the date? August 23rd, 26th? 26th, something like that, yeah. So theaters worldwide box office made thirty three million six hundred eighty nine two hundred eighty eight dollars. That's not bad. That's like nine thousand fanatics. So yeah, more, more than nine thousand fanatics. Yeah, it did pretty well domestically, making about twenty five million, did eight and a half internationally on a production budget of ten million. That's yeah. that's smash it. Yeah, that's a win. So yeah. Hmm. And right now it sits on Rotten Tomatoes twenty five percent. Tomato meter, sixty percent audience score, and I'll be honest, those make sense to me. Yeah. After watching it, I'm like sixty percent. I could see why people liked it. Yeah. Wasn't the worst movie we've done. No, 
but it definitely like it got worse and worse as it went on. Like, I feel like the first. Yeah. If you gave me the first three quarters of the movie or maybe the first half of the movie, I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, But then the second half, like, really goes off the rails. And I feel like the bad writing shines through. (laughs) Yeah. I think there's like a tonal issue too because it's like this romance thing for like the first three quarter right pretty much yep yeah and it's like trying to mix in some horror stuff but it does it like really not strong and then it does like this action thing at the end it's like what are we what are we doing here yeah and the back half has uh has pacing issues in my opinion because it's got basically like they just try to compensate by doing way too much exposition at the end like it's all just very jammed in at the very end yeah and it's like it felt gross (laughs) like jarring (laughs) yeah and i feel like there was like the big reveal about who deville was which i'm gonna we're gonna spoil in a second it was like was that supposed to be a big reveal i don't know so there you go poorly written (laughs) but but the first half not bad (laughs) no no and i think generally like the the direction was was fine but yeah. just yeah. some weak jump scares and yeah, it kind of got a little mumble jumble towards the end and we yeah. totally just wasn't sure what it was. So it's not like a unique concept, but it's also like, I don't know. I haven't seen, I haven't seen this movie before, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we basically said it was a Christmas Prince meets, you know, right. Rom Stoker's Dracula, which basically is what it, I mean, someone, pro- someone probably went in and was like, yeah. this is the movie. So, yep. Speaking <laughs> of, speaking of pitches. Oh, good segue. Why don't you Hollywood pitch me? Motherfucker. Nice. <laughs> uh, okay, so this movie obviously is uh, Star Wars: A New Hope, uh, ep- Episode Four meets yep. Morbius. <laughs> uh, uh, <yeah>. So, first <laughs> of all, listeners, go listen to Morbius if you haven't yet. You know, we have love a good self plug here. We're, uh, we're big on that. Yeah, if you want looking to get morbed, go check go, out those episodes out. Mighty, mighty, mighty morbid time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll probably release it a third time later this year. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm assuming Sony's going to put it. It's just, that's a Sony movie too. Here we go. Well, I got a fast fact that connects these, that connects these two. So really, oh, yeah, neat. yeah, <laughs> oh, fun. It's terrible. I can't wait. Yeah. Well, then my pitch is even better. <laughs> uh, so it's obviously Star Wars: A New Hope um, because. Uh, for several reasons. <laughs> uh, one, one of our main character heroes, uh, is uh, the only person in that role in the movie. So, like, uh, Princess Leia, pretty much the only woman in Star Wars, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? And our hero here is basically the only non white person, in this movie. <laughs> except for Aunt Peru, right. <laughs> <laughs> right exactly uh and the friend is the yeah. other non-white person in this movie <laughs> so they're basically the same <laughs> as far as that goes one one uh like minority character that makes it more interesting and mm-hmm. uh and is like like it is the maybe the best one of the best characters in the movie mm-hmm. um that is underutilized <laughs> yes uh in both right yep. yeah uh also um the they both have a couple of anticlimactic deaths, in my opinion. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Obi Wan Kenobi's death in A New Hope, kind of anticlimactic. He's basically <laughs> just like, "Oh, I'll be more powerful than ever." Yeah, see ya. And then, then he dies. And he in just... this movie, <laughs> our villain here, Deville, uh, mm-hmm. is basically like, "Oh, I'm super powerful," and then just dies. Die, just dies. <laughs> just dies. Like without much fan, without much going on. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Okay. okay. Um, and both of the villains wore capes at some point. Didn't he have a cape in this movie? Yeah, sure. Might have had a vampire cape. Yeah, at the end, I think <laughs> we was getting married. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. the probably, marriage probably. cape. You should have worn a. You should have a cape. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Famously, we'll we'll add that in. <laughs> yeah, we'll add that in. <laughs> yeah, fix it in post. Mm-hmm. Um, meets Morbius. Okay. Uh, the obvious connection is vampires, right? Yep, obvious. Um, but also uh, another set of fairly anticlimactic villain deaths, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, like the um, David Tennant. No, Matt Smith. Sorry, <laughs> get my doctors confused sometimes. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> uh, like he, he, I don't know. Like they do have a huge brawl that is too much of the movie in Morbius. Mm-hmm. But when he actually dies, it's like two seconds and kind of stupid yeah he's just like uh, 
Uh, Morbius? <laughs> I'm sorry, Michael. I'm sorry, Michael. It's Morbin time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, both both movies have British people. Lots of British people. Yep, yep, yep. And, uh, yeah, vampires. Oh, and the vampires in Morbius uh, have, like, not... Uh, they have all sorts of cool superpowers like yeah. they do in this movie and also don't have weaknesses to sunlight and like the the usual vampire tropes uh, mm-hmm. that we find just like in Morbius. <laughs> okay. So, oh, 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 yeah, I think I'll call that a win. I think, yeah, no, I think that works. Um, what, what, do you, what do you got? So this might be a tough one. I had a bunch of points and I didn't write them all down, but let's see how this goes. Smart. Never write anything down. No, it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even though it's a safety tip, we don't even do our own safety tips here. So that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why it's a safety tip. <laughs> it's a cautionary tale. <laughs> don't be like us. Yeah, <laughs> write it down. Just write it down. Write it down, write or, it down. El- or else. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with it's the Great Gatsby meets Blade Trinity. Okay. Uh, um, I, I can see both of these right off the bat, but why don't you walk me through it? Yeah. So, I mean, the Great Gatsby, um, I think for the commentary one, right? Cause there is definitely some commentary about, uh, classism here in this movie yeah. a little bit, right? There's definitely a commentary about kind of the old eat the rich kind of thing here, right? Sure. Sure. Some other commentary just about the time and, 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 and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched Great Gatsby or read that book in a long time, but so I might be pulling out threads here. Um, I did not it, see the movie. The one, the Leo movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming that's what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gatsby. Wasn't he like obsessed with Daisy Buchanan or something? Wasn't there something along those lines of yeah, yeah, an yeah. ex-lover of his? Kind yeah. of in, like in this movie, there's an obsession with finding the new lady of the house, you know, sure. to, to re- reunite all the, the three families that are there. and Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. To kind of re you know, get the... Uh, I could take that a step further for you. Go for it. Hit argue me. that... Uh, Gatsby's about like you know the 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 boredom of being rich, and and not having that ability to share with someone in your life important. Which that's a, that's a, nailed it. That's perfect. Uh, yeah, which he are Deville there. That's he confesses. You know, mm-hmm. I just want someone to spend all of life with. What good is money if I have nothing, no one to share it with? I mean, there's a lot of good uses for money, just by yourself. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Both have cool houses. Cool houses. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> and I think that's, yeah. I don't know. Do you, does anything else? Can you spy anything else in that one? Anything else Gatsby related? Uh, mm. no. Okay. Garden parties are big. Yeah. A lot of money, cool houses, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Garden party. Outside garden parties are a big thing. Yeah. They do yeah. that in both, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Meets Blade Trinity. I haven't seen that one. It's not good. There's no need. There's reason to see. It's got a. It's got friend of the pod Jessica Biel in it and uh, oh. Ryan Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. Were they in the other Blade movies? No, just the third one. Interesting. Okay. Actually, Jessica Biel. I, was, may, I think Jessica Biel. She, she may have popped up in the second one. I don't remember. But. Huh. I had no idea. That's yeah. fun. Um. So that one, obviously, we get the vampire connection, right? Sure. Two. They refer to Blade as a halfling, which they do in this spoilers, yep. which uh, Evie becomes, you know, towards mm-hmm. the end there, a halfling, right? Yep. Uh, there's big battle sequence between, you know, halflings and, and vampires. And the big thing is in Blade Trinity, Blade's going up against Dracula. Spoilers for this movie. Right. Deville is Dracula. He faces Dracula in Blade Trinity? Mm-hmm. Sure They're making does. a new blade, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, into the sure. folding it into the universe. So great. Um, and I think that's it. That's my that's my pitch, and I'm sticking to it. Now, does Blade count as Spider Man enough that Sony has the rights to it and not Marvel? <laughs> I think that the I thought the Blade series. I thought that character ref, did that rev, did he revert back to Marvel's control? That's I I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember because I think there's a thing where they have to make a movie. It's every so often. Yeah. Yeah. Don't remember. Don't know. Huh? Yeah. I wonder who's making the new one. Hopefully it'll be good. <laughs> yeah. I guess, they, I guess they did tease it in some of like the, the more straightforward Marvel, like MCU stuff. Right. Yes. And connection to another former ITMT movie, uh, the, the King's daughter, which has 
I can't remember her name, who doesn't pay taxes, just like Wesley Snipes. <laughs> uh, bing Bing Fun. That's right. Or Fun Bing Bing. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good triple connection. <laughs> and self plug. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed all of that. All right, those are good pitches. I think. Yeah, great work, Gus. I would if I would make either one of those movies. So. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. Also, Vampires in Space sounds cool. Yeah, actually. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was going to do anticlimactic death uh, and go with Return of the Jedi, give him a Boba Fett treatment. But in the new world, Boba Fett doesn't die. So <laughs> lame. In, so in, in canon, Boba Fett is so, not dead in that scene. <laughs> so stupid. I hate it. It's like, grow up. Yep. So Star I'm just Wars. trying to be consistent with canon. <laughs> <laughs> Famously, ITMT uh, has goals of being consistent <laughs> yeah, with yeah. <laughs> Yes. You want some? You want to hear some fast facts? Yeah, fact me, Daddy. I am actually pretty excited about these. I think they're really good, except for maybe one or two. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot here, so I'm gonna kind of move pretty quickly. Impress me. All right. And I kind of <laughs> actually, and I did a little. I did a little uh, grouping of these because there were so many. I grouped them into like. Uh, the Dracula mythos and stuff like that and how that's tied to yep. the movie. And then I did movie stuff and then I did, um, you know, some other interviews with the uh, director. So sure. I organized things. Wow. Great job, dude. So much research. Yeah. yeah. So the character Walter DeVille, which we've already been kind of talking about is loosely based on Bram Stoker's Bram, Bram Stoker's Dracula, which well, we know. When you say loosely based, you mean basically, he says basically. I'm Dracula. Yeah. He says he's Dracula <laughs> at the end of the yeah. movie. Yeah. without saying it <laughs> yes yeah nice okay yeah, does, does he actually he yes. yeah he hints he's like at, they he, call me he, 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 I, I wrote down the lines at the end yeah. he's like oh like you may have heard me referred to as like the as Faratu yeah and exactly Dracula, and, um, whatever yeah yeah the, the dragon whatever like the son of the dragon yeah yeah, yeah. it's Dracula <laughs> uh and like a little fun fact Thomas Doherty starred in one episode of the series Dracula in 2013 there was a series Dracula in 2013. I guess so. I don't. These are things that happen. So. Oh, cool. That's fun. Good for Thomas Doherty. Not that he's just Dracula, but I think everything else in the characters are also kind of loosely based on the characters from from Bram Stoker's Dracula. That makes so, sense. Uh, a couple, for example, some revamped characters. See what I did there. Mm-hmm. The old couple that recapture Evie after her escape are named Jonathan and Mina Harker, which yep. are the names of two very prominent characters in the book Dracula. Oh, that's fun. Side note, isn't Tom Doherty an IT guy that we worked with? <laughs> I think he is. <laughs> Shout out to Tom. Shout out to Tom. Hope you're alive. Yeah, I hope you're doing well. He's probably a big fan of the pod. I'm sure he's a huge fan of the pod. Waiting for this moment. That's right. So other characters, uh, Lucy, uh, she's a victim of Dracula in the 92 film and uh, the novel from 1897. And okay. I guess Victoria bears resemblance to Dracula's daughter. That's stupid. Just, that's Bad. yeah. I'm not. I don't like that one. Oh, oh. Speaking of Victoria, though, mm-hmm. Victoria with a K. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, looked it up. Mm-hmm. Mr. Robot is where I know her from. She's in like, oh, she's in like she... sixteen episodes, of Mr. Robot. Oh, she plays the uh, the wife of uh, what's right. his face. Exactly. Oh. Great yeah. catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that show too. That's yeah. a great catch. Good pull. Yeah. Thanks. Well, just looked it up. <laughs> just oh, doing yeah. my part. <laughs> well, like great connecting dots there, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love buddy, dots. buddy, 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 pal. Skipping dots. Ooh. All right. So this is going to be, uh, it's kind of a fun one. The statue of the dragon on top of an armored knight. So in the inside the mansion, when they first walk in to the left is this giant dragon on top of a, of a knight. Okay. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. a re- apparently <laughs> is a reverse of because it plays a big part at the end of the movie is a reverse of the traditional imagery of St. George slaying a dragon. The common depiction is of a what? knight ab- above a dragon is St. George, his patron saint of England. Uh, a knight above a dragon, either standing or on horseback, striking the dragon with a spear. The statue of a dragon slaying St. George, patron saint of England, signifies an opposite outcome than in Bram Stoker's Dracula, where instead of being defeated and leaving, the vampire conquers England and establishes himself there. Okay, lots, like, lots of like that there. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Wow, that's a good one. Deep. Yeah, super <laughs> deep, right? Yeah, I didn't. I don't know anything about Saint George. Now I'm curious. He's your favorite saint now. Um, K- kinda. <laughs> <laughs> He's a dragon slayer. Pretty cool. Yeah, sick. Uh, and then we get some of the hints here that Dracula hints some, some spoilers, but whatever we've already spoiled everything. So yeah, 
Carfax Abbey is the name of the estate purchased by Dracula in the original Bram Stoker book. Oh, that's fun. So the new name, New Carfax Abbey, hints at the owner's identity. Right. See, I thought it was just sponsored by Carfax, like this <laughs> like this episode of ITMT. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, go check on your car. Facts. So- <laughs> Sell us out without even getting any money. That's right. It. That's right. It's called pre-advertising. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Walter's surname, Deville, is a play on devil. No shit. <laughs> in modern, modern Romania, the English translation of Dracul is devil, further oh. hinting at his true identity as Draculia. 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 Yeah, that's it's Roman instead of Romanian. That's it. <laughs> Draculia. Uh, uh, uh. Mamma mia, Draculia. It was a, the Gary Oldman Dracula, right? Draculia. Draculia. I don't like the garlic. <laughs> Or the crosses, or the fire, or being beheaded. But I like a spicy meatball. (laughs) (laughs) And my steak's medium rare. All right, so uh, as Evie um, exits the airport, the last picture shown on the airport walls of Whitby in North Yorkshire. Yorkshire. I was going to say that. Uh, As already mentioned uh, to Evie by Oliver in New York, the supposed location of the film and the place that Dracula was said to have landed in England by ship called the Demeter from Varna, Bulgaria. So. What? Yeah, it's written a little funky, but I guess basically what it's saying is the Whippy in North Yorkshire is where Dracula's boat landed back in the day. Got it. Okay. Neat. That's fun. Now, behind the scenes stuff um, and coming to your your R-rated, unrated version here, an interview with Bloody Disgusting director Jessica M. Thompson revealed that an alternate R-rated cut of the film will be released in video demand and streaming following the theatrical run. Oh, dope. In the other version, more gore, violence, nudity are added, which were removed from the theatrical version for a PG-13 rating. Oh, man. Like, make this thing R. And, like, now yes. I'm curious because, like, that might have made this movie better. Like, yeah. Why wouldn't you put that version on Netflix? Yeah. Like nothing to lose there. Nope. Dumb. Uh, Sam Raimi's uh, production company, Ghost House Productions, was attached to produce the movie, but dropped out, dropped due to scheduling. At the time, it was called The Bride. Oh. Fun one. That's a slightly better, if not more revealing, I guess, title, but. Uh, I mean the yeah. trailer. The trailer. If you watch the trailer, you know the entire plot of the movie, anyway. So yeah, and if you look at the cover on Netflix, it completely spoils it too. Oh, last right. yeah, too. last second I saw the cover they use. I'm like, why would you do that? Yeah, like so you, stupid. I'm, well, we had a spoil from the trailer anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, right. Oh, right, right, right. Well, like you, didn't, you didn't see her trans like turn though in the trailer. You see her kick uh, ass, but you don't see yeah. the whole. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's blood all over her mouth. Like, yeah, it's, I don't know. Like, yeah. it's. I think it's kind of obvious. Like that's what I was telling Thais as we're going through it. Thais didn't watch the trailer. She went in blind because she and she I think mostly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, more of a movie that's up her alley. But basically, I was sitting there like that part was in the trailer. This part was in the trailer. <laughs> like mm-hmm. like all the way up until the very end. I'm like oh, yeah. all of all of this. Well, was, this is... I, knew, I knew exactly what was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I think that's been a lot of reviews too. It was pretty predictable. You knew what's gonna happen, yeah. and especially if you watch the trailer. You're like, well, this this isn't really saving anything for us to be surprised about so right also shout out to sam raimi that's a cool name for a production company ghost, ghost house. House. yeah i had no idea yeah so, you so this is a long one but um so according to the director jessica M. thompson there were two alternate endings for the film uh one that was filmed and one that wasn't the unfilmed ending would have had evie keep her vampiric powers this is big spoilers here despite killing walter slash draculia and going out into the world to hunt other vampires while the while the film filmed ending would have had Dracula survive the fire at the new Carfax and return by ship to Romania, killing the crew and passengers on the way to survive. Thompson was not a fan of that ending. And she, she, she felt it took away from Evie's triumph to have the vampire live to see another day. And also because she felt it would suggest there'd be sequels sentiments shared by the test audiences as I also hated that ending. Yeah. Uh, Thompson's original idea for the ending, which, is what the final film ends on was shot several weeks before the film's release and required the use of a double for Hugh Skinner as he was unable to film the scene. It's yeah. literally him just like walking down the street. That also allowed there to be one more scene for Courtney Taylor, who was an audience favorite during the screenings. Her friend. Grace. Interesting. So. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like the ending. <laughs> I didn't either. Cause I was like, wait, that it's you self-defeating lore of the whole movie. 
Yeah, and you it also still set up like this vibe of like, oh, so are they they're gonna go just hunt to people like the people involved? Yeah, like, like the a sequels humans. Yeah, like <laughs> that's the other thing that bothered me too. I was like, they're not like, hunting vampires at the yeah, end; like, they're hunting Oliver, the British yeah. man. <laughs> you're, you're murdering. <laughs> you're murdering a regular British man. <laughs> A, a, a British real estate d- developer. I mean, <laughs> so, now, cool. granted, he, you know, was helping out pirates kill people. Oh, he's so. a bad man. But he's a terrible man, but not a vampire. Not a vampire. <laughs> Frowned so, upon. Using vampire powers to hunt him seems excessive. Yeah. Uh, all right. Some fun, small tidbits here to wrap this out. So, kind of, this is more of a goof. The Rolls Royce EV exits is left hand, is like a left hand drive car. Oh. But should nice. be right-hand drive since they're in the UK. Dumb. Wow. Didn't catch that. So me neither. Bad job, movie people. Yep. <laughs> uh, her first night at New Carfax Abbey, Evie is wearing an Outlander series T-shirt to bed. Uh, actress Caroline Crawford, who plays Mrs. Swift, uh, okay. Evie's ladies maid there, uh-huh. um, played Mrs. Miss Mrs. Barrow in Outlander from 2016 2019. Huh. Isn't that fun? Another Mrs. Yep. So many misses. And then Mrs. Roll. Good. And yes. and to wrap them all up, this has the exact same runtime of Sony's previous vampire film, Morbius. What? That's crazy. How? <laughs> the exact like to the to the second? I guess so. I mean, I don't know. I was gonna Incredible. double I was gonna double check that. I was like, was Morbius really only that an hour? That seems like f- a lie. <laughs> yeah, I was like, was Morbius really only an hour and forty five minutes? I don't think it was. Oh no, I think it was <gasps> like an hour forty, yeah. Yeah. Shit. There you go. Crazy. So here's your fast facts. There's a lot of them. Oh, great work, buddy. I think those are the best fast facts we've had in a while. Yeah, those are pretty solid, right? Yeah. So good stuff. Love it. So, uh, yeah, should we get into it? Get into Let's it. fire it up. Fire it up, fire it up. Uh, yeah, so we get the starts off Sony logo, right? Yep. Yep. Nice Screen and chimps. legitimate <laughs> production. <Sorry. guys. laughs> as far as we know, I have, mm-hmm. yeah, totally legit. Yeah, Emily too, and they're yeah. the same kind of. Yeah, Screen Gems. Yeah, Sony company. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, no shady stuff going on there. According to the emails that were hacked years ago, nothing, mm-hmm. nothing shady there. Nope, nothing <laughs> at all. I haven't heard anything bad about Sony. <laughs> uh, okay, so then we get um, Night Mansion, much like a Christmas Prince. We get Night Mansion. Yep, you called it. That that was one of your prognostications. We were going to get a lot of. Uh, Mansion transitions, and we did. Yes. Day and night. <laughs> so, yeah, so we get a night mansion, classic, you know, thunderstorm rolling through, right? Mansion of horrors yeah. here. Um, Which, it's not even good thunder. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, like, really <laughs> aggressive and obvious, like thunder. I don't know. We do get your favorite uh, shot here, your good footwork uh, walking down the hallway. Oh, yeah, a little POV down the hall kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like that, right? Just showing the feet. Oh, yeah. I also like the feet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So uh, this guy uh, who uh, we know later is actually isn't a younger Renfield, is it? Um, I I know I think it's the same Renfield because this happens a couple months before. Oh, that's right. (laughs) So it is the same Renfield or Mister Mister Field. Yeah, this wasn't doesn't take like a long time ago. All right, so yeah, so he goes knocks on the door. There's unlocks this. You know, crazy locking mechanism of the door, and there's some woman inside. She's looking a little haggard, a little weak, mm-hmm. all by herself in there. He's like, You gotta come out. Everyone's concerned about you, you know? You gotta eat something, right? And then all of a sudden, he's just standing in the doorway, and then we get a quick kind of jump scare cut of her, like, sideswiping him and escaping, right? Yep, exactly. And, and then, she goes for a run, right? Yep, she goes over to a spooky piano <laughs> for some yeah. reason. Well, she didn't, she, she grabbed, uh, was an e note. She grabbed a piano wire, wasn't that what that was? Oh, oh, that's why she went. To, yeah, so she went to the piano, and then the next shot was her sitting on the railing of a balcony, tying the bus to herself with the piano wire. Yeah, yeah. okay. So she she takes a bus off to one of the, the, the shelves there, mm-hmm. uses that as a weight, wraps the piano wire around her neck and around the railing. Which, I mean, I like, I guess that's a, a good way to commit. <laughs> I'm like, I think your body weight's probably plenty <laughs> in this particular scenario. But what you do, you? <laughs> well, I think she wants to make sure because it's decapitation for for vampires. Oh, right? that's right. I, you're right. I forgot. Yeah. So what? All right. All right. I, 
have yeah. other questions, but yeah. <laughs> is it uh, about the physics of the whole situation or is it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll get yeah. to it, I guess yeah. <laughs> right now. So uh, yes, she's, she's she's like, it up. all ends here. That's her big line. It all yes. ends here with me. Yep. Um, and see ya. Yeah. Which if she, all right, if she's going for a decapitation, mm-hmm. why why did we get like your classic person hangs themselves view of dangly legs? Great question. Is my first question. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Because <laughs> that that's what I was like. Oh, I guess you like. Why would she bring an extra weight? Like I was like, right. she's just hanging herself because she's and got vampire. Like, but she's got vampire power. So she they and they right. tell us later on the only way to kill him is stake fire or decapitation, right? Well, so they do say that, but I wonder if that's the only way you can kill a vampire, but she's a vampire's a wife is different. Well, no, she wouldn't be a halfling because she, she's full on. Was she full on? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought she went crazy with the, when she became a vampire, she went like a little nutty. I thought that was part of it later on. I think that's part of it. Yeah. But yeah. like she, she, I think they, they, they did the full blood swap because that's, okay. the, that's, we find out later in right. the 20 minutes of exposition. Right. Uh, <laughs> That you get, you get all, you get all of his powers when you drink his blood. But yeah. then, in order to get eternal life and really Complete. lock in that vampireness, you gotta. He's got to drink yours. He's got to drink yours, right? Right. Right. So she, like Emmeline, Emmeline, I don't remember which it's called. Yeah, Emmeline. Sure. Uh, she, she did definitely did both. Like she's committed. She's committed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I like. But I wonder. Does it? Does it apply? Because it seems like they could. That's a great question. They, can they die regularly? Because they're just the they're the wives of the vamp. Like they're tied to the master's power. Yeah, yeah, and that makes uh, sense. Because I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, there goes the head. I was like, wait, that wasn't the head because she's still there. Right? And it was the it was the it was the bust that she dropped. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Huh. Stupid. Yeah. So I don't know. I have like, out of all of the exposition they did trying to explain vampire lore in this movie. Why not this part? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Don't. Okay. Yeah. And we get silo card the invitation. You're invited. Yeah. With like little, like kind of like dripping eye scenario. Yeah. yeah. Classic yeah. horror trope. Yeah. Uh, quick transition shot of New York city. And then we're at like some gala or conference event for find yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is she handing out? Was it Carpaccio? Yeah, okay, yep, it was. Eve right, Carpaccio. Yeah, no one wants it's, it. Uh, foreshadowed. Yes, yes. <laughs> I hate that. I hate this. <laughs> uh, and yeah, basically, it's a, it's a rich guy talking to rich people. And yeah. he's like, find yourself yeah. event, yep. DNA stuff, right? Yeah, but like these are like the these are like the investors in find yourself. It's not mm-hmm. like your average schmo. No, think. no, no, no. And basically, but he's talking about like unlocking it and like, who am I? What is my true purpose? Like you can unlock all of that through your DNA. <laughs> and we get a snide remark from our hero here. My true purpose, be fucking Garpaccio. <laughs> Are there two F-bombs dropped in this movie? Um, does she actually say F-bomb? Yeah, she does. There, I thought the old lady at the end, I thought she said like, don't fuck it up for us. Oh, I think you're right. I think you're right. I didn't even think. I forgot. I didn't think it was PG-13 because I was like, there's enough blood in this that I I thought that that would immediately disqualify them. I don't. I mean, I don't think it was. I didn't feel like it was that much. Um, I guess. But the, the two F-bombs, I thought, definitely would have sent it over. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, you're allowed to. Everybody gets two. That's two for PG-13. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. everybody gets two. So, so yeah, this was one and the other one later. Huh. <laughs> so, so. I forgot. I didn't think twice when she said, don't fuck it up later. <laughs> so anyway, she's in the back uh, in the kitchen. She's, you know, uh, working for a catering company. Mm-hmm. It's her meet her friend, uh, Grace, there. Uh, and they're dishing out cash money, their tips and whatnot, right? And, yep. So uh, creep gave a tip with the phone number written on it. Call me. Classic. Classic move, right? Uh, and then... Um, yeah, but they get a find yourself grab bag, right? Which has a free or has a DNA test in it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and Evie leaves with it at the end. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good enough. <laughs> so then we're back in her quote unquote shitty apartment. We get some good old good old fashioned tropes here. The old classic past due notices. Close up of those, right? So yeah. clear some money problems here. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's into clay, right? She's doing clay stuff. Right. She's doing clay stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I thought uh, pottery, but apparently ceramics. It's ceramics. Yeah. So she's doing a little ghost, you know, making some pots on her wheel, pottery wheel there, pot- pottery on her, barn. Yeah. Her wheel. Yeah. 
<laughs> her wheel of wheel of clay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she's like scrolling through her messages. And I love how like her like voicemails. I love how it's like bank, 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 mom, yep. bank. <laughs> Classic. All right. We get it. We get it. She's, she's having a tough time with the money. I did like this song that was playing during the scene, but I, I forgot, forgot to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I forgot. I don't even know. So then she listens to a voicemail from her mom. Her mom's basically like, be awesome. It's gonna be a little foreshadowing. It comes back later on. Mm-hmm. Um, right. It's like a little She's pep like, talk thing. She's like, you're even awesome. When I'm dead. Be awesome. Be awesome. Don't be sad. <laughs> uh, shots from the trailer of her just laying in the bed. We get a shot of all the family photos and then she checks up to find yourself like website and stuff like that. Right. Yep. And she watches like, like it's a very creepy video that they have and she's drinking wine yeah. and sad about dead mom. And blah, yeah. Blah, blah. Yeah. And, yeah, clearly it's a line of like she has no family left and she's using this to, to see who she's got out there, right? Right. Yep. So. I believe so. So the next day she drops that kit in the mail. That's it. <laughs> yep. Moving on. Then back at back, home later back, that night. <laughs> back to her shitty apartment, which isn't really shitty. It's just a really big like art, like it's st- like, like a um, studio space, right? It's like Ryan Reynolds. Uh, air quotes shitty apartment in yeah. Green Lantern. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you mean this awesome loft that you live in that would probably be like three thousand dollars a month, if not more, <laughs> exactly <laughs> in New York City. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I love it. Uh, so then she's hanging with her friend, and this is stuff from the trailer, right? This is um, it can't handle the New York City dating scene right now. Um, yep. Ding! She gets email from Oliver from Find Yourself, right? Yep, exactly. The whitest man of all time. Yep, friend is right. She's like, don't respond to that. It's total catfish. She's like, yeah. don't don't do this. And well, and he's British, which makes it even worse. <laughs> yeah, and even more explicitly, she's like, oh no, that's like Tinder for unassuming organ donors. Like you, <laughs> like they're gonna. She's like, they're gonna steal your body parts, and like it's probably bad news bears over there. She's yeah. like, no, no, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> All right, well, good luck. Uh, so then, let me just cut to the. I don't know if there's anything else here, but let me just cut no. to the. We cut to the hotel lobby, the cafe, or whatever. This is all from the trailer, right? Yep. Every scene in this movie was in the trailer. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like every four or five minutes, maybe, maybe less than that. There's like a cut that's from the trailer, which is yeah. basically the entire movie. So, yep. <laughs> so she meets Oliver. Uh, they have a fancy lunch. Um, I mean, basically, just a bunch of exhibition character expositions dropped here. She talks about her herself. She's trying to get an MFA. Parents are dead. She's barely making a work doing catering. She always yep. wanted to go to England. They're both painfully single. Yes. Oliver then drops a bunch of exposition about the family history. And yeah, kind of she's connected. part of the scandal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, grandmother had an affair with the footman. <laughs> nice. Nice. Footman. I'm assuming it's a title and not. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Not like that guy's a real foot guy. Like you are with cinematic feet. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Cinematic footman. <laughs> uh, and then conveniently, she's like, oh, he's like, oh cousin martin is getting married in a few weeks Guess what? yeah why don't you come out it's gonna be really posh super trip. intense he's super intense about it yeah our great uncle is dying to meet you he's very frail so he's literally dying literally dying but you're like wow way to guilt trip me thanks yeah <laughs> uh yeah fulfill the mother's dream yada 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 worst case scenario you get a free trip right right so yeah that's it trailer stuff transition shot of the airplane airport she's landing she's talking to her friend doing a little facetiming while she's walking to the airport uh yeah which i have some good tips here actually good tips yes the three good, the good three tips. rules uh, yes. which are not eat pray love uh, <laughs> uh i don't know if you wrote them down but i did not i did not okay so they are uh send a picture of the license plate okay any license plate i think <laughs> uh text me when you go to sleep okay that's a good one. Uh, and don't trust guys with goatees. That's a, that's a, I think it's a great, great tip. <laughs> it's a great tip. Like, yeah. It's actually, uh, they didn't know this ITMT safety <laughs> tip 17. Uh, don't nice. trust men with goatees. Uh, sorry. Uh, did I say 17? I meant 18. Is it specifically men yep. with goatees? <laughs> yep. Uh, no, anyone with a goatee. <laughs> Children with goatees. <laughs> So then, uh, yeah, Oliver's there, and they're like, hey, let's go on an adventure. And then we get a transition shot of them driving through England countryside, a little more talky-talky, right? Which I forgot. Uh, she's doing an American accent. She's yes. she's English, uh, yes. which, like, you know, Game of Thrones makes sense. 
Yep. Yeah. Uh, I completely forgot because she's doing a good American accent. I think I would say that she is the shining moment of this entire movie. I think I thought she oh, was yeah. like, she absolutely she's great in it. Um, but yeah, she does do, she's doing a very good American accent. Yeah. I'm uh, so then, yeah, they're doing a little transition. We're in countryside. Okay. We're heading out there to the new, new Abbeville, new Downton Abbey sponsored by Bridgerton, Carfax, new Downton Bridgerton Abbeville. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> uh we get day mansion shot right and then a bunch of staffers uh like maids and shit get out of mm-hmm. a van uh that have numbers on them suspiciously yeah. yep. <laughs> well, that's probably not a good sign <laughs> red flag number one uh-huh. <laughs> or maybe two or three at this point but yeah yeah and red flag number two is when she goes to text a photo of the license plate of the car she was just in mm. uh she bump she doesn't get that picture mm-hmm. uh instead bumps into one of these maids servants whatever and uh knocks over like a million glasses <laughs> yeah she's kind of klutzy in this uh yeah. she knocks over stuff later on that's i don't know mm-hmm. let's not knock stuff over you're yeah. like out in the open too how are you running into this person you're outside like uh, how does that happen couldn't, couldn't tell you <laughs> so yeah a bunch of glass breaks a whole rack of glasses whatever and the two maids come down to try and you know clean up whatever and then we get we meet our first uh we meet mr field mr renfield renfield mr renfield uh, field i don't no, because they say Mr. Field in the sh- in the movie. Like they, I, I, I'm very confident they say Mr. Field. In the movie. So maybe it's a maybe it's a typo on the on the uh, on the IMDb or something. It must be because he's listed. unless his name is Renfield Field, <laughs> which I think I'm sticking with. I think it is now. So we meet Mr. <laughs> Renfield Field. <laughs> he's the head butler of the house, right? And yeah. he shows up and he's just being a total asshole to Evie and and the maids. Yeah, exactly. Um, Evie gives him a little bit of that, uh, you know, little American brutality there, you know, like, Hey, back off, man. You know? Yeah. These are just working stiffs. Like, yeah. like the rest of us. Yeah. Could be such an asshole basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we meet Walt DeVille. He shows yeah. up and he's just charming as Lord ever. Lord of oh. the manor. Oh, hello, 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 hello. I like uh, how they keep calling him Lord. <laughs> uh, and then basically we learn, uh, you know, it's like another like one of those scenes that drives me nuts i think we've called that a few times in movies mm-hmm. too where like he like walt is does not come off as like flirty like he comes off like a douche here you know? yes like, he's like yeah. oh you you're a klutz and she's like <laughs> me <laughs> you're like what <laughs> Damn it. Yes. <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time I called a girl a klutz and she smiled at me, yeah. I would have zero nickels. <laughs> yeah, none. I'd have none nickels. <laughs> Bad writing. <laughs> um, but anyway, so she gives him a vase that she made and he's very impressed. And it's, yeah, teasing the, the, the pottery of yet to come. Yeah. And this is basically we're just, we get the characters. We meet the, the Lord of the house. We get the, the butler. We got Oliver still there. Um, yeah. And uh, we learned that she's kind of a klutz. Yeah. So. And Mr. Field's going to show him, uh, show her to her room. Yeah. So they go inside the mansion is where we see the dragon over the night. Uh, he's like, by the way, that's the library. It's one room you can't go into. Yeah. <laughs> right there, that room right there, the library. You can't go in there. Okie dokie. He's like, it's Okey. under renovation. Sure is. So there's some, you know, cool sculptures some paintings, whatever. And in Maybe. case you didn't know or remember, this is the same mansion from the beginning. Yep. We get a quick shot of the stand with the missing uh, head so, statue bust. So dumb. <laughs> they do this later. I, I take it back. I do have some gripes with the directing here. <laughs> yeah, they do do it later with the, uh, they show you the, uh, the, the wire marks from the piano on the yep. railing. It's they like, do that. And then again, they do it later uh, at the very end when they show all the, all of the everything burning. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's really annoying. <laughs> uh, anyway. So we meet uh, Mrs. Swift. And right. she is Evie's lady's maid. Mm-hmm. When she's like, I get a maid? And they're like, well, of course. Of course you do. Everyone must have a maid. Yes. <laughs> like, what do you oh. do in America? <laughs> Natch. Yeah, Natch. Totally cool. Oh, Natch. <laughs> well, so we're in Evie's room. And uh, the key thing I got out of this was just, I mean, she's poking around looking at stuff, but she learns about the crazy impaling birds, which did uh, those come back at all later? Just to scare the shit out of us for, yeah, like a, no, for a cheap do. jump scare, but they do come back, yeah. Um, but yeah, they come back a few times. <laughs> Weirdly, in, in, the, in the bell system where you get, she got a little call thing. You pull the thing and it rings a bell downstairs. So it has all yeah. the rooms. Like all the rooms are labeled with bells on them, so you know if someone needs some assistance. Yeah, so. which she yanks, and the woman's <laughs> like, "Please don't do that. Please, 
Please don't. God fucking damn. But yeah, like they do they do a weird amount of exposition about shrikes, which apparently are vicious this time of year. And so that's why there are bars in the window. Not so you can't escape. You're right. And like they and impale things onto the spikes or something. Right, yeah. That yeah, that part was uh probably a, a nod to Vlad the Impaler, I'm assuming. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm guessing, right? Um, so. but uh they also there's no mirror conspicuously, like they call that out. Oh uh, no yeah. Mirror. Right. No, no mirror in the room, and she mm. gets a, a weird Russian nesting doll gift from yep. the maids of honor. Mm. And she's like, wait, there are two maids of honor, and she's like, yeah, family tradition. Like, mm. oh, That's right, okay. Lucy and Victoria. Right, right, exactly. So they do it like it's another scene where they explain too much of the movie, <laughs> like unnecessarily. <laughs> yeah, I mean. What oh, like, and, and there's the painting of the former the, lady of the, the house. former lady, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, "Oh, that's creepy. It's creepy." And then yeah. they talk about it, and she's like, "Yeah, that used to be the old lady. <laughs> that's my old lady. <laughs> she passed away recently." You know. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. And then I think yeah, the other important takeaway here is like, was it Wayne Gretzky? Like, act like you've been here before. Like she is. She's very much like, "Whoa, look at this room. Like, there's so much, so much room for activities." <laughs> <laughs> And the woman's like, yeah, like rich yeah. people much. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Just to really lay it home that she's, you know, not experienced maybe all this richness before. Yeah. Right. So was that Wayne Gretzky? Am I getting my sports quotes confused? Well, who would you say? What was it? Act, Act like, like you've been, been here. here. Yeah. I don't know. Probably him. Sounds like about right. That sounds like something you'd say. That's Lombardi. Know. That's right. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. So you were close. Neat. Was it Wayne Gretzky? Yeah. Wayne Gretzky, Vince Lombardi, same person. Same person. <laughs> same person. All right, so then later that night, we're still in Evie's room. She's FaceTime with her friend, right? Yeah. This is where she's wearing the Outlander t-shirt. Oh, sorry. This is where I had a... Right before we get to this, I was like, hmm. this movie is going to be like a reverse Mrs. Doubtfire where she's just pranking the maid the whole time. <laughs> and, I was, and I was really hoping for that. Like, that's what I wishful thinking this movie into. <laughs> Like, like ringing the bell, yanking like, the bell all day, <laughs> doing weird strike stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Hangs a bunch of mirrors up. No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was hoping for. <laughs> so later that night, she's in bed to Facetime with her friend Grace. She's wearing her Outlander T-shirt, uh, and we get a knock at the door, and it's Deville, Mister Deville. She's like, "By the way, the Lord is pretty hot." And her friend's like, "What? You get a hot <laughs> Lord over there?" And then hot Lord knocks. <laughs> When you call the hot lord, hot lord knocks. Um, <laughs> and he apologizes for uh, Renfield, Mr. Renfield Field, for being a jerk, right? I really do hope his name is Renfield Field. <laughs> he, I feel like in this scene, too, he's like trying to be more charming again, but he just, it's just, I don't know. And it's yeah. like, how many, how many buttons down do you need to go to like open up the charm there in the shirt? Like, yeah. And also, he, he lost a button from, from the first time we met him. <laughs> Yeah, he's not doing a good job, and she is acting like he's doing an amazing job. <laughs> yeah. Which is really frustrating. She's like, he's like, oh, I was hoping to make a better impression on you. What do you think about this one? Like a better second impression. And she's like, uh, about an eight. <laughs> you're like, what? What? That's not how you rate impre impressions. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, she thanks for apologizing. And then and then she goes for a night, night jog, night fog, night jog uh, in the fog. Yeah, not yet. So, so like he leaves, and mm. that's when she, her friend, is like, "Oh, nice, get that destination wedding, uh, Russ," and <laughs> uh, and her friend is like, "Yeah, like go get fucked. You got to do that." And then she's mm. like, "Yeah, okay, I'm gonna go for a night jog." Yeah, and then it was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> and her friend was like, "Okay, have fun." And you're like, "You were the one giving her safety tips earlier. Like, don't like." I don't know. <laughs> Going for a night jog on like creepy, foggy mansion grounds in a place you don't know. It seems a little. Yeah, it seems awfully foolish, which yeah. uh, leads into uh, ITMD safety tip number 99. Uh, okay. Which I, no, sorry, did I say 99? I yeah, meant yeah, 90, you didn't. I meant 98. <laughs> uh, if you're going to night jog, don't do it in a strange place wearing headphones. Because then the next, the, they cut to her wearing headphones, jogging in a completely foreign place. Like, this is insane. Why would you do this? There's no safety here. Yeah, I, I, I don't. This doesn't seem like a right decision. No. Now, the question I have, though. So 
Okay, I got another one after you, so go on. <laughs> so let, let's let's carry this out, though. So she goes for creepy level fog, right? She's running out there. Like it seems like she only ran ten yards from the house, by the way. Yeah. And it's like, yes. and she's like exhausted. I'm like, yes. Okay, that was my question. She's like, like winded, yeah. <laughs> like like bent, like, like doubled over, like, with her hands on her knees, being like, <sighs> and you're like. The house is 15 feet behind. Like, did you already <laughs> did you already do a loop maybe or two? I don't know. So, <laughs> so then she spots a building in the woods, which we'll later on we'll find out is the ice house, right? And then her spidey sense kicks in and like something's out there. She feels a little something, right? And she yeah. looks turns and looks back at the mansion and then the lady lady yeah. in the window, lady of the house, the old one, she's her, her grandmother, which big spoiler reveal. <laughs> yeah. Is hanging out up there, right? And then she wakes up in her bed, and it has like a creepy vision of a lady sitting in a chair, but it's just closed. So I was like, wait, did she actually go for the night jog, or was this a dream? I think she went for the night jog. She told she her told friend her she friend. was going to go for a night jog. Yeah. yeah, okay, all right. I think that's like one, yeah, what, it is one of the weird, unexplained cuts in the movie is like, what? Like, yeah. Oh, we're just going to gloss over that. Like, they did that a few times, too, where like some things they explain way too much and other things they explain not at all. Like, they're yeah. like, like, she has a bunch of weird visions all at once. And she like sees the ghost of her grandmother. She like hears her voice saying, like, the this ends with me. But like, she like mm-hmm. hears that line a few times, or at least the way that it's shot makes it seem like she hears that. Yeah. 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 Right. Like, it's not yep. just for our benefit, yep. uh, the viewer. And it's like, and then yeah, and then she just wakes up. <laughs> what? What? Okay. She didn't. She didn't ask anyone about the ghost. She didn't ask anyone about the creepy ice house. She didn't do. She didn't do anything. Nope. Nope. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, and then we find out it's three a.m. Another classic. Uh, there's a few times they give us times in this movie. Oh, I didn't catch that. It was a. I didn't. I missed that. Yeah, she wakes up three a.m. The glowing chair calls to her, and she decides to go for a walk. Yeah, uh, which she walks by the banister with the piano wire marks, like mm-hmm, you mentioned. Mm-hmm, yep, uh, and she see this is exactly from the trailer. She sees the servants downstairs, Renfield line. Field, and doing some doing something right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then there's some creepy creature climbing behind her in the background, the hands and stuff like this. It's like yeah. it's like right behind her, and she and, feels it, senses it. Right? Yeah, and it's intended to be a jump scare, but it's like like you said at the beginning, like they're all really not good jump scares like i'm not like no, I, no they don't they're not uh jumpy enough like they lead you to it too much <laughs> yes yeah yeah uh so then this creepy thing is like standing right behind her and is like yeah. creepy fingers like what's going on he she turns it's not there and then we get a jump scare from mrs swift just showing up like right right there like whoa what are you doing here lady yeah it doesn't work so, <laughs> yeah, yeah so then we um <laughs> She tells it. Yeah. She tells her it's not safe at night. Mrs. Swift is like, it's not safe at night, Miss. <laughs> yeah. Like, go back to bed. Yeah, don't Wait. go for night jogs. <laughs> what do you mean it's not safe at night? Also, like, I <laughs> no questions, no follow up questions based on that. <laughs> like, what do you mean it's not safe at night? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, don't worry, number two is going to go clean the library. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> who do you who do you work for? Number two. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah. So then number two gets the uh, her bell gets rung. She gets sent to clean up the library. Yeah. Uh, and then we get a shot from the key, the trailer, so we know the key is there. So she knows that she sees the key, how to get into mm-hmm. the library. And then, uh, yeah, this is basically the kill room for vampires, or one of them. One of them, yeah. And he, the butler, like uh, Renfield Field, just starts walking away, like chanting in Latin or whatever weirdly. Okay. I guess yeah, he does is, that every time. <laughs> yeah, it is the fingers over the mouth thing. It's like a little chanting prayer thing or whatever. So then we're inside the library. It's a creepy-ass room. There's no lights. She starts lighting some candles. She puts her headphones on. We cue the music yeah. so she can't hear what's going on. It's like... All, maybe that was, maybe that should have been the safety tip. Was just like, don't wear headphones in potentially <laughs> in creepy situations. Creepy situations. <laughs> Yeah. So frustrating. Uh, so then someone sneaks in. She has no idea because she's got her headphones in, right? Yep. She lit some candles to try and give a little bit of light, at least. Yeah. Because the then, light switch doesn't work. There's a light switch that doesn't work. Right. Yeah, she tried that. <laughs> right, of course. Uh, and then she sees, like, the chair kind of turned. It's slowly turning like someone's sitting in it, right? Creepy, right? Yep. And then yep. all the candles go out. They go poof. And then music kicks on from the old... Uh, was that mimeograph? Mimeo, what is that called? Uh, phonograph. Phonograph. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, they're kind of really pushing on the jump scares here, right? Like kind of teasing you to think like it's going to happen, and then it, and you're like, well, I still know when it's going to happen. Yeah. And she looks up. She doesn't. We don't. We don't get to totally see what she sees, right? We kind of see something um, above her, like moving, or like we see eye glowing eyes. Yeah. And like, okay. We see kind of see claws and like yeah. yeah. There's a figure, but it's not. It's unclear. And then that's not the thing that's going to get her. It's the thing that just swipes her from the side. So. Right. 
And uh, then Kalai Hands put away the needle on the photograph. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and also, this is like a half an hour in, which is like almost a third of the way through the movie. Mm-hmm. And we're we're finally getting to at least some good part. <laughs> some some good part. Yeah. yeah like so. I like I don't know. Like it, the first thirty minutes feels like it's really densely packed with information. Too much information. Yeah. And then the next morning, back in Evie's room, she just gets a wake up call from a maid, and then we're yeah. at the rich people cocktail party. Right. Time for the family reunion. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. So this becomes a thing that she does like three or four times in the movie is like shows up late to a thing that everybody's already at. <laughs> yeah. That was driving me nuts. I was like getting annoyed. I'm like, show up on time. Yeah. Just, Sorry. I'm late. And it's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever American classic American move. And this is when, uh, uncle whatever is like, Oh, hi. Nice to meet you. Like, okay. <laughs> and cool. then uncle, uncle, uh, Alfred? I, uncle, I patch. Eye patch, uncle. Yeah, yeah, uncle. Eye patch doesn't matter. <laughs> great uncle, great uncle. Eye patch. Yeah. Yeah, not a not a factor. <laughs> yeah, he's, seems like he's seen a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Give, gives a speech, <laughs> and basically he's like, you know, we thought we were done for as a family. Like as you look around the room, and it's all men. <laughs> he's like, look at all these boys we have. Yeah. Ew, this is weird. Yeah. Very weird. <laughs> uh, and then he just kind of like wraps it up after that. He's like, uh, we thought we were done for, but now we're not. <laughs> and then it's like, like another red flag i would say <laughs> speech from evie speech speech and she's like what she's like, me <laughs> she's like thanks <laughs> uh and then from the trailer it's like the, it's always my mom and my my dad and me my, my dad got added in there it wasn't in the trailer <laughs> mm. they all cheers to her and she's like uh okay <laughs> yeah yeah and then we get a close-up of like her like one of the number five the maid d or whatever her name right was, was the like that she bumped of- into at the beginning yeah, so she there's a little connection there. She's like, "Oh, hey, I remember you. Your name's D, right?" Yeah, She's, yeah, D. Yeah, you're like, "Oh, weird." Oh, okay, I wonder if that's gonna come back later. <laughs> yeah, getting that uh, destination <laughs> wedding, D. D. <laughs> she did. No. Nope. Uh, so then. Um, yeah, she confirms that she's not related to Walter, the DeVille family, right? Yeah, well, Oliver's like, Walter was asking about you, by the way. Mm. Very, very scandalous. <laughs> and she's like, oh, really? Like, he's not family, right? <laughs> you know, he's like, no, definitely not. <laughs> Vampire Down Abbey, Briggerton. Yeah. Brig- Did you say Briggerton? What is it, Bridgerton? Yeah. Briggerton, Briggerton, whatever. Briggerton. Briggerton. So then uh, we go to a wine cellar, right? We follow the servant. Um, yeah, she's uh, number, number five, five here yep. into yep. the kitchen. And the butler comes to get her and he's like, all right, you got a mission. Yo, I need you and number four to go fetch some wine. Very specific wine. <laughs> it's like number 157 or whatever it was, 1920. Yeah, it was like a 1927, something specific vineyard. Who cares? Yeah, doesn't matter. Uh, and she's the she rightfully asks, you need both of us to go get that? And he's like, well, you always break things. And you're like, why send her at all then? Like, I don't, it definitely only takes one person to get a bottle of wine. Uh, and then he like walks away chanting again. You're like, like, hmm. Uh, classic hmm. doom for these ladies. Classic Renfield. <laughs> so then they go down to the wine cellar and he locks the door behind him, which is also a red flag. Um, everything's covered in cobwebs. We get rats going by. Again, this is just like set up for like another really bad jump scare stuff. Yeah. Again, because it's like too set up. Like I'm, I'm prepped now to be the best jump scares are ones you don't expect. Right. Yeah. And then, of course, the lights start flickering. So they light some long stick matches to like look for this <laughs> bottle of wine, which they can't yeah. find. Mm-hmm. And number four messes with number five. She's like putting her fingers in her hair to scare her. Say, what? And then, and then another hand comes down right from the ceiling and, and uh-huh. does it. And she thinks number five thinks it's her again. She turns. Hey, down. leave yeah. me alone. <laughs> like there's no one there. So okay, it's creepy. Well, and then that's when the other one calls to her from far away and says, "Over here." Yeah. Yeah. Across the room. <laughs> Wait, who just touched me? <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, she sees a spider, pretty big ass spider down there. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. really, yeah, just add some creepiness. And then she finds the bottle of wine and yep. can't get it out. It's like stuck in there, right? Yeah. Well, she like reaches in there and then her arm gets stuck. Yanked. Yeah. Right. Yanked. Grabbed. Or something, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, go for Meanwhile, it. Meanwhile, behind the other one. <laughs> Uh, is a, a vampire, <laughs> uh, <Yep>. obviously, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like we 
like we're not doing these jump scares any justice but they don't do themselves justice no. so <laughs> just like like okay or like she got grabbed by the thing obviously it's going to be a thing there's gonna be attacked by a thing yeah uh, so yeah it's right behind the other one the lights flicker he like eats her and then they both scream like and snaps her neck or something or whatever yeah yeah it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't matter just too much someone's feed it's feeding time uh-huh well and i think that's it right so yeah our second vampire attack and uh a good place to maybe take a break i think so too so i mean there's a lot to be left to be answered here i think but yeah well uh well she become a cousin fucker <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> Uh, does she get that does she get that destination wedding day (laughs) who who cleans the house if you kill all the maids that's right uh are there wolves in england yep we'll find out is is renfield field his real name these are all fantastic questions we'll answer those in part two so thanks for listening we're back on thursday part two in the meantime you can follow us on instagram at it's this meets that right team two pod on twitter and subscribe to us wherever you listen to us yes please get it Uh, and while you're subscribing, you can also be reviewing. Write us a review. Uh, maybe a sentence, a whole one, ideally, but hmm. we'll settle for a small one or a fragment. Uh, yeah. We'll, <laughs> whatever we'll, you fin- we'll finish it for you. Yeah, sure. Write us an email uh, and we'll we'll write a review for you, send it back, and you can post it. How's that? <laughs> maybe five stars. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Uh, uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts would be nice. Spotify would be nice, too. Both of those help us. Um and speaking of emails, uh, you can send us one of those too if you wanted to. If you're feeling a little old fashioned, uh, you can find us at it's this meets that at gmail.com. Or another option, we've listed so many ways for you to get in touch with us. So many. Uh, another way is with the website. You can go to the website and also find information about how to get in touch with us. You think that's the problem is that we're giving too many options? Do we need to just give people one option? Maybe they're like, oh, I'm flustered. I can't make a decision over four things. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Paralysis of choice. Right? Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Listeners, should we delete all of our social media accounts? <laughs> <laughs> should, I, should we delete our email? <laughs> Tell us. Send us an email. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, the website I didn't mention was itsismeets.com. Unsurprisingly. <laughs> Unsurprisingly. So... Yeah, go there. 